Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of The Arsenio Buck Show. Oh my god, here we go. <sighs> Guys, I told you I was going to do a podcast. Man, oh man, oh man. I know a lot of you are wondering about my Cordite travels, right? You guys are like, man, what the hell is going on out there? Arsenio, you haven't said anything. Well, I've been tuned into your your Instagram. I don't have an Instagram, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. So here I am today. It is a Wednesday. That's right. It's Wednesday morning right now. You guys are going to be hearing it Wednesday evening. Same day that... The wondrous will of life makes its debut. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to run this all the way through. But, guys, there are a lot of things that you're going to hear about. I don't know. how This is going to be between 20 and 30 minutes. I'm going to try to make it short. I can't make it short. I'm just going to let it flow. First and foremost, unbelievably grateful. I'm unbelievably grateful for James Hackney, which you're going to hear about because he is the one that helped me with – a significant limiting belief and maybe get sleep. I was able to giddy up on sleep because of him. And it was just a quick four minute technique. I'm going to teach you guys that. Number two, I'm grateful for Thomasite University for, reprodu- for, for producing some of the greatest minds in all of Thailand. These goddamn people are such free thinkers. And you guys probably heard this in a podcast made two, three to years, two to three years ago. Thomasite University is one of the best, is I would consider the best university in Thailand because they, Man, these students, you have no idea. It'd be like, hey, I speak Thai and Russian. What? Oh, I speak Thai and English. Okay. I speak Thai, English, and Spanish. What? I speak Hindi, Russian, and Thai. What? These these people are far beyond any university I've ever came across out there in America. For reals. Like minus the international school students. Okay. Now, let's go to the basics. Grab my stuff. Went to the – what is that? Went to the goddamn bus station. Okay. I'm sitting there right when you get into this bus station. It's called Mo Cheat 2. It's to the left of the biggest park in in Bangkok, right? These fucking scourgers. Like, these people are screaming. It is like a goddamn crowd. But these are the bus people trying to get clients because, again, you know that the pandemic has taken a toll. Interprovincial uh, traveling has just come back. So I'm like, oh, my God, can y'all please shut the fuck up? So I'm just following my friend. We get the ticket. You know what I love? Three and a half hours away. It's like from here to – it's like from Las Vegas to Los Angeles, right? If you get on a Greyhound, which no one does anymore, I don't think. But, you know, it's probably like a $50 ticket, right? 1500 for you Thai folks out here because I see you guys are starting to listen to my podcast. I don't know who you guys are, by the way. But, uh, hey, you know what? All welcomers are welcomed. Um, but – only cost me $6. I said, oh, shit, man, I'm liking it. Okay, $6.50. I'm like, man, shit, I'm starting to like this. Now, they do not have a plane, nor would I take a plane, okay? Even if they had a plane, I would not take a plane. Fuck a plane, all right? I ain't doing that shit anymore. All right, so now, got my ticket, sat there, all right, got onto the bus, said my goodbyes and everything, and me, I'm just very pedantic. I'm like, okay, Arsenio, look on my right shoulder, look on my left shoulder, got my face shield on, got my N95 mask on, and I'm just, I'm just trying to be as careful as I possibly can. That's all there is to it, right? So after that, it only took three and a half hours. Now, I'm going to tell you one of the biggest perks of this goddamn bus. It has a, it has a restroom. Remember I took the last bus from um, Dalat, Vietnam to Ho Chi Minh City? That bitch didn't have a fucking restroom, uh, restroom on the bus, right? It did not have a restroom on the bus. Now, I know a lot of people would say, oh, I don't really like it because it stinks. Okay, well, it just all depends. Well, luckily, Thai people, their hygiene is very high. Uh, in America, I've heard terrible horror stories about greyhounds and how bad it is, and it's because I guess some people's hygiene really stinks. Um, but 
This one, no problem. So I'm like, good. They don't have to make like two pit stops for me to go to the bathroom. I'm so happy. I could just get up, walk to the back. So I'm just over here bullshitting, just watching, da-da-da-da-da. And honestly, three and a half hours, no traffic, no traffic. And what I love about the bus, yes, you have to scan so they know, you know, so they know what day you took the bus, what bus you took, and this and that, all that other stuff, right? Um, But the hydraulics of the bus. Now... What happened in Vietnam, the bus didn't have hydraulics. Hydraulics prevents me from getting car sick. So in Vietnam, of course, there was a lot of right, left, right, left, right, left. But if the bus had proper hydraulics, I wouldn't have gotten car sick. So in Vietnam, again, I'm laying back in a seat because, again, you know, the bus is fantastic. But I have to pin my head up against the fucking window to sustain the, the the motion sickness. But in Thailand, I'm watching a movie, and this bus is like, do, 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 and it's like a wave. It's like being in a fucking boat. That's how great the hydraulics were. I didn't get car sick one bit. I got off that bus, and I felt like I was a clean man. It was crazy. There was only one stop for them. It was like some kind of weird checkpoint uh, just for the bus driver and the, the bus assistant. He got on this and that. I got off the bus. I was the only luggage, you know, and I just grabbed my luggage and that was it. I had reached Kora and I'm like, okay, well, I can get a grab. I didn't check anything in terms of grab. Grab is just like Uber for you Americans. I check it and I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I know these places have Songtails. So what's a Songtail? A Songtail is basically like a truck with a pickup truck with a carriage on it. And so you get in the back of this carriage, you're seating, da 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 da. And in the Philippines, because I know a lot of you listen to me, it's like a jeepney, but it's a bigger jeepney. Okay. In America, they don't have this because it would be illegal. <laughs> but hey, we rock the house out here in Southeast Asia. That's right, baby. I'm claiming motherfucking Southeast Asians. So, anyways, we get into this goddamn. Um, uh, I get into it because I'm like, I know one of these goddamn carriages go all the way to this place. I don't have to pay for a grab. Other people are saying you should get a grab. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not getting a grab. And then, uh, and then you know, other people are saying, oh, well, maybe you should. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I can't get a grab ta- uh, a grab bike, which is basically a moped taxi because, again, I have two big pieces of luggage and my carry-on. And I'm like, uh, well, my personal bag, I guess you could say. So, fuck it. Anyways, I got into a carriage. I got off, and I just strolled my luggage down the street about 10 minutes, and boom, I was at the business. Walked into the business. Holy shit. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I walked in. There were students everywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? I'm looking to my right. I'm looking to my left. I'm like, what's happening? They're like, oh, well, you know, there are four universities just right around this corner. I'm like, holy shit, brilliant entrepreneurial mindsets. So I end up walking in and I'm like, you know, I'm talking to someone. I remember going to the pack and, you know, the back. And I love it because the lady who's normally stressed out, she is lively now. And I told her, I said towards the end, I'm like, hey, you seem a lot livelier. She's like, I know. And I was like, well, I'm like, why? So you're not stressed here. I don't know why she was so stressed in Bangkok, but out here she isn't. So I'm looking at the students. I'm looking at her interviewing candidates. There are a bunch of test takers upstairs. I'm like, man, what the fuck is going on? You guys are loaded. How'd you do that? These motherfuckers, they are so good with Google ads. Let's just put it that way. So anyways, I walk into the back. You know, I see this one girl, right? And she looks at me. I'm like, you know, like, someone decap. She's like, hello. 
And she said it so perfectly. I'm like, she speaks English. So anyway, she showed me the bicycle. She showed me the moped. I went back inside and I said, you speak English, don't you? She's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I go to Tamasa. I said, I fucking knew it. Go into the whole Tamasa thing that I mentioned to you guys at the beginning. I said, I knew it. Them Tamasa University students, I love them so much. Like, at the end of 2014, my very first student who I started teaching Toic Shoes from Tamasai, beautiful shit. Her name was Mo, a wonderful soul. That following year, 2015, I ended up teaching a girl. Oh, my God. This is one of the most gorgeous, like, Thai women I've ever met. My same color, like a real Thai, you know. Perfect pearly white teeth, long hair, perfect English-speaking capability. She ended up becoming a flight attendant for Orient Thai, which I guess since then has gone out of business. Um, And then I met another girl named Macy. Her name is Macy. She got her nickname living somewhere. She lived in Peru. She spoke Spanish. Boy, I'm telling you, these Tapasad students, I love them so dearly. But anyways... Every last one of them that I taught in Rangsit, okay, this is the place where obviously plagued with racial discrimination, except from the Tamasai students. They never suffered from racial discrimination. Why? Because they're free thinkers. They know bullshit when they see bullshit. But the private institutions around there, such as Bangkok University, such as Rangsit Universities, those motherfuckers are plagued with not only laziness, but with, again, that broken mindset. So anyways, in saying that, I go upstairs. I'm like, oh, my God, test room number one, test room number two, go upstairs again, another test room over here. And then I got my sanctuary, huge fucking room, double whiteboard, 54-inch Samsung or Panasonic TV that they're going to get connected, uh, double air condition. The 15 desk chairs just came in yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God. So anyways, guys, got situated. We're over here talking, doing a couple of things. Uh, and then we end up going to the apartment because I had to sign the contract. So I'm walking down the street. Very rural place, people. Fucking beetles commit suicide. You guys are like, what? Beetles? Get-? That's right. These little baby beetles, they fly up against the fucking wall, and you hear them like, and I'm, I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, my God. Guys, they're very small, and they're not like cockroaches, right? And Thai, you say malang sap, okay? They're not like cockroaches, but so they're not scary, okay? The thing you got to worry about are fucking mosquitoes out here. Man, you know they love black people. Fuck me, man. They just cannot get enough of this this beautiful blood. So anyways, we I'm walking down this rural street. You got a lot of stray dogs everywhere. So first time walking down the street, you got to be known. They got to get to know you, right? So when they see you, they become very defensive. They never saw you before, right? So they stand up. They're like, oh, oh. You know, just territorial dogs, as you guys probably saw in the Instagram video that I did uh, yesterday morning. And me, I'm just like, okay, by the time tomorrow comes, they're going to know me and they will, they'll leave me alone. Sure enough, I went, went walking down the street today and that same dog that got very defensive and I had to cross the street this morning. No, nah, he was cool. He just looked at me just laying down, just looking at me. And I was like, yeah, because you know me now. So you need to calm the fuck down. So again, I am known to the dog. <laughs> I am known to the, uh, to the dogs out there. So it's all good now. And I'm over here, and I'm, like, looking at the, you know, the what they call the mansion, but it's actually an apartment complex. Well, not really. Apartment complexes are massive in America. This is just one building. Decent. Decent. 5,000 baht. Far better than anything I've ever gotten uh, back in Chantaburi, Nakonsi, Tamara, and even some places in Rangsit. You know, but um, there's a bar. That's right, people. There's a fucking bar. And this, what goes, in, this goes into the James Hackney. So... I go into my place. This is it. I'm in my place right now. Very good lighting. You got a flat screen on the wall. Okay, you got yourself a refrigerator. And this bed 
is a piece of shit. Holy shit, it feels like I'm in a jail cell. Have you been in a jail cell before? No, when I was when they when I was unwittingly put into a juvenile delinquent fucking cell for 18 hours for doing something I never did due to racial discrimination. Yes, it was there were like cement blocks. This bed reminds me of another apartment that I had stayed at a very fucking long time ago. It is a piece of shit. That's all there is to it. How did I grow accustomed to that? And this is why I miss Bangkok just a little bit. Because, oh, my bed out there. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It is phenomenal. But this one is a piece of shit. That's all there is to it. It is a piece of shit. Okay? So the first night, me, I'm anxious. I have a lot of anxiety going. Why? Well, because I'm like, oh, well, I don't really want to go here. And, you know, I need to hurry up and, you know, oh, there's music outside. So, guys... When we talk about the music, we're having a full-on conversation. Cute little tomboy. These tomboys in Thailand are fucking cute. All right. They're, I feel like – and it's not like they're tomboys like they only like girls. It's like they never had the opportunity to like boys or maybe you know through circumstances when they were young. But me, I'm like – you come on over my way one time. I got to my boy. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, um, we'll leave it at that. So I don't know. Sisters, girlfriends, I don't know who they is. But <laughs> I don't know who they is. But I got my mama's accent now. Uh, I got my mama's lingo now. Anyways, so or, okay, the lady obviously. And I'm like, hey, so how's the music here? This music? She's like, well, there's a bar here. I said, what the fuck, guys? You got a place where there's a bar? And they got live music? Really? I mean, I mean, you guys have hit gold and everything the last four years, but you kind of struck out on this bitch, didn't you? You knew this place had a fucking bar around here. Why'd you come here? There's a massive condominium just towering right over this, this city, the very first condominium. 30 fucking floors over there. How come you didn't get a place there? That would have been perfect. But obviously, that's pretty far from the business. So would I rather stay here and walk three minutes? To a 7-Eleven, walk three minutes to work, walk three minutes to work. Guys, I don't have to waste an hour to get to work. I walk three fucking minutes. And I, obviously, I don't really consider it work. And then I could walk ten minutes to the massive shopping plaza, which is very, very similar to the place in Bangkok called the Mall Tapra. But this one is fucking gorgeous. They have everything and everything Oh, my God. Boy, they had them girls walking around in high heels looking like horses in there. I don't know. I saw horses. They were just pushing the cart, and they were looking at me. And I was like, damn, is that a horse? And I was just well, I was just like, oh, my God. I said, oh, Jesus, oh, you need to forgive me for what I'm about to repent. No, I'm not religious. I, just, I don't even know what I just said. But I'm just trying to say, don't bring the devil at me. Because when the devil comes, boy, you better stop it. Anyways, so... And saying that, I'm jumping all over the place. The anxiety. Because we had a conversation. They put on the music. For the next five hours, I couldn't do anything. I was restricted. I was constricted to my bed. I was constantly listening for the music over and over and over. I got up every hour on the hour to see if the music... The music... Guys, it wasn't even loud. There's no bass behind the music. It's just acoustic. If... With this air conditioner, which isn't loud, you would probably just hear it, it. I don't even know how to explain it, but you can't. There's no bass. It's not like America where there's a significant amount of bass and people are just acting fucking wild. No, over here, it's just like not even noise. You could barely hear it. 
like on a scale one through ten, you can hear maybe no uh, zero through ten, you can hear maybe zero point five, like zero point five on a scale zero to ten. But with my anxiety and with the thing that you know that negative attitude that I have towards loud music because something had happened in my past where I had to call cops and cuss people out and almost get in fights, it's crazy. So then I talked about it with Mira. She's like, yeah, you got some things going on. Okay, da, 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 da. And then I talked to James. So let's just say throughout all yesterday, I'm over here going to Central. I'm trying to find something for this bullshit-ass bed, okay? Because this bed, I need something called a topper. So you could put something on the top of the bed, on top of the bed to make it more comfortable. And I'm like, okay, how much is this? I'm like, okay, well, I get paid like in two weeks and obviously with the visa and all this. And I had to pay another down payment for this place. Boy, I had to fork up like, ooh, we're talking 2000 minimum. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to get a topper right now. Let me just get some shirts and let me get some pillows, okay? Because I couldn't get any sleep on this bed. Because, again, I was like, dude, I, I you know, sleeping on this bed, man, it's going to hurt your fucking body. Let's just put it that way. So I got some pillows. I barely got any sleep the night before, but luckily I was just working on straight adrenaline. And so I ended up uh, coming back to the place, and I had an, an amazing conversation for like three hours with this uh, girl from Tomasat. We're talking about a wide range of things, and she told me, guys, this is something I'm going to make actionable for you. She's, I said, okay, so through my experience in the past, you know, these are the experiences I had. It's not what I have anymore. And if it is what I had, it's not, it doesn't pertain to me. It's through the limited beliefs of other people. And she said, and I said, hey, so do you know this teacher? His name is a John Adam. And I was like, do you think he is famous because he's white? Because they say, oh, he teaches English, but he speaks only Thai. That's not teaching English. That's just glorify. I don't care if you understand concept. I can make anyone understand a concept. I can make a dog understand a fucking concept. But that's not teaching Thai, so why is he famous? I said, what about my mate Nate? In America, if you look at his personality, he goes back to America, people would consider him just a childish kid. No one would view his channel. He would get a whole bunch of negative comments. But here in Thailand, because he's white, blonde hair, blue eyes, he's popular. And, she, and I said... Have you ever noticed some Thai women bringing on white foreigners to their videos? She's like, yep. I was like, why do they do that? They're like, well, that's called Mia Falang. Mia Falang is basically a Thai girl who is meant for a white foreigner. And I'm like, holy shit. And I said, do you think with that type of attitude, all these other women are going to start trying to get a, they're going to begin trying to get a foreigner? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, these future generations, I really hope that they don't hold this to heart and realize that this is a bunch of bullshit. So what these Thai women do, obviously, yes, it's for marketing. I don't know if women and people are starting to get the feel and say, okay, a white guy, literally, what? This would probably be excellent marketing back in 2013, 14, 15, 16. Netflix is here now, though. And they see in a lot of Netflix docu, you know, documentaries that us black folks, we're fucking per- – we're charismatic as shit. We're benevolent. We can make a fucking – well, not, I'm not going to say all of us, but me. I can make things erupt. I can make people – I can put smiles on faces very, very quickly. All right? So – and we're having that conversation. I'm like, dude, so I'm going to feel the empathy. I'm like, let me put myself into her shoes. What made her 
feel that having a white foreigner would make her successful. Now, again, the broken minds, the very, very old mindset, I won't say broken, but the old mindset was, oh, a white man equals rich. I'm pretty sure that people don't have that mindset anymore. If they do, they're hookers, they're prostitutes. They're like, yeah, white man, they have a lot of money. Whoever thinks that, I, I feel very, very, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, shit is just mind-boggling to me. Um, that's very, very 1970-ish. These are mindsets that people were operate on probably between 2013 and 2016 at the height of racism in this country. But since Black Panther came out, since Netflix has come out, people are now more exposed to – they know what African-American is and South African is. They're able to like you know distinguish between the two. So – Anyways, after having that conversation, it made me realize, like, damn, parents, boy, some parents should not be parents. But it's not that fact. It's that they don't know any better. Referring back to the fundamentals that Mira had taught me, they don't know any better. So if I walk down the street and someone looks at me bad, they don't know any better. Has anyone looked at me bad, like in terms of the students here? No, absolutely not. So what is it? Why is it that they... Have this mentality. Well, it's because it's what they were brought up on. You know, it's not their fault. It's just what they've been taught. Now, again, are these women in Bangkok more than likely? Are the high school women just like that? More than likely. She said, you know what? I feel really bad. I feel really mad because a lot of Thai men say that I'm not Thai men's standards. Now, Thai men, they apparently like women with white skin, so white-skinned Thai women. Now, uh, guys, uh, guys, I know you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Well, most – what I consider Thai is my color. A Thai woman who has my color, they get my – they capture my attention because I think that's the most beautiful thing ever. I remember being on an MRT – oh my god, on a train probably about four or five months ago, and I saw this girl with my skin. I looked at her. She looked at me, and I'm like, whoa. That is beautiful. I swear, I wanted to go up to her and say, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was probably like 20, 21 years old too. But that skin, that reminds me of the old style Thailand. That goes back 1950s. That's real Thai. Now, in my condo, none of those women look like that. There might be one, two, three. I don't know. But the majority of them, they have Chinese blood. No offense to Chinese people. But when you have Chinese blood, you're more whiter. Or they unwittingly made themselves white by using skin whitening creams and skin and those injections and stuff. So then I'm like, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? But you have different people, different colors, different nationalities. But she said Thai men, they don't like her. They like skinny white Thai women. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, dude, damn, they don't know any better either. What is this? What is going on? And she's like, yeah, because, well, I like to think outside the box. You know, I like, you know, I've met foreigners and me and foreigners, you know, I, because she go, she, she's been to like, what do they call that? The modern day? Uh, modern day saints, latter day saints, shit, I don't know, More people from, Mormons, okay, that's religion, Mormon, the Mormon religion, um, 
And so she used to go to church and she met this guy. And next, you know, they're very cool and they had a little thing and this and that. So, you know, no, she's not. I guess you could say she's not typical. You know what typical is? Let me go. There are a number of different women out there. I don't know. With the women in my condo back in Bangkok, I don't know what they like. I don't know what they like. Okay. I don't know where they work. I've never spoken to them. They work in the business districts, but what do they like? I don't know. I don't know what they like. I don't know what their preferences are, nor do I care. Out here, you can see like women having good jobs out there in Bangkok and me walking outside at about 7 p.m. and looking into the bar and seeing women. They call them pretties. So these women, very beautiful, but they have been reduced to being just call girls or show girls. Now, I'm not going to say I have empathy for them, but I have more compassion saying, hey, this is a choice. This is a choice. Can you buy out some of these women? Absolutely, for the right price. So essentially, these women who are working in bars and they seat you down and, oh, no, they're just waitresses. No, they're just doing that as a job. They could also be bought out too. Do I have empathy? No, it's a choice. I have compassion. I'll give you compassion and say, oh, man, I feel sorry for them. But no, I'm not empathizing because it's a choice. So what do they like? I don't know what they like. Okay, maybe they're they're high so tie men or like a mafia. Obviously, these bars are owned by mafia folks. Anyways, you know what I mean? So maybe they go over there and here they are, you know, and they're talking about, oh, you know, and I remember they looked at me and glanced at me and they never seen me before. But me, I'm just like, I'm way past that, guys. Seven years ago, I would look at you guys and say, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. But now I'm like, what's be what's under that? You know, the hips, the brown, the, this, that, this, that. But they're, they're, they have, the mindset of them is very, very narrow. So they probably look at me and say, oh, he's black. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But me, I'm not on that anymore. I got standards now, people. My consciousness, and this is what I started talking to the Tomasak girl about, consciousness. Like, I'm, I'm like at 300, 300 to 350. I could vibrate. And since being out here... I'm literally at a consistent over 300 because I'm like, move, move. Let's get, okay, let's get back into the fill of things. Let's start doing things. Let's start creating. Let's start doing this. Let's start doing that. But before, you know, I just, I don't know, with a lot of women, I mean, being out there in Thailand, I mean, not in Thailand. What the fuck do I keep? uh, Bangkok. Okay. I was probably at 200 to 250 because I was consistently worrying about things that were way out of my control. But now out here, I feel much freer. And that's why I needed to change in scenery. So going back to the whole women thing, going back to the whole thing, she says that Thai men, she gets very mad because Thai men call her Mia Falang, meaning she is not a typical Thai. Yeah, you don't want to be fucking typical. Listen, you know what a typical Thai is? They operate on 50 to 100. Even the women that live in my condo, the white-skinned Thai women, they operate on probably 50 to 100 hertz, I guess you could say, meaning their outlook on light is shit. But the other women, or you know what she is, because she's from Thomasite University and because she has opened up her mind to a wide range, just a number of different things, she probably operates at 150 to 200. She doesn't know it, but she does. And this is why they put her into a box and label her as a Mia Falang, meaning, oh, yeah, you're probably, a, you know, a Thai woman from foreigners. We don't like you. We like typical Thais. That means they like typical 50 to 100. 
They don't like you. A lot of people will say, oh, you're too loud. You're too this. You're too charismatic. You have too much energy. Yeah, that means you're not for me. Goodbye. The fuck out of here. That's it. Like in terms of my personal development podcast, I'm getting a lot of plays. No bullshit. I really am. But do I get the place that Lewis Hoes get? No, because Lewis Hoes is like, hey, guys, welcome back to the uh, – what is it? The School of Greatness podcast. Yeah, yeah. And he brings all these top hitters on. Tom Billu. Hey, guys, Limitless. Okay, so today we're bringing on – and he dives into all this shit, but I get bored quickly. But with Eric Thomas, it takes a specific individual to get that big burst of energy. You see what I mean? I'm attracted to high energy beings. So you guys listening to me, you're probably attracted to high energy beings too. You guys get it? We're attracted. Guys, when I speak, I will attract my herd. That's all there is to it. I will attract my herd. I will attract the people to me that I deserve. And a lot of people are just undeserving of me. Do you get it? Why am I single? It's because I'm operating on a fucking three. And, you know, that I had a, a, a lower, I'm not going to, you know, mention her or whatnot. Uh, but I have a girl that, you know, well, I know someone from my high school that operates at an, we're talking 25 to probably 40. So I just send her voice messages every now and again um, because, again, a lot of pain in her. Um, but she's over here asking me questions and or, you know, saying a lot of shit. You know, about my hair. She's judging me based on hair. And I'm like, dude, I could tell that you. And it's funny because this is what I was telling the Thomasite student. See, we're already at 30 minutes. Uh, This is what I was telling the Thomasite student. If you are judging my hair, you have a big, big problem. Now, I could give a fuck about my hair. It's hair. Jesus Christ. Hitler had hair. And if you think Hitler's better than me because he had better hair than me, oh, and you see what I mean? You see, you see what I'm talking about? Like, you cannot judge anyone based on hair. I never looked at someone and looked at their hair and said, oh, my God, look at his hair. Because if you do, you are a failure at life. You're probably at 20 to 30, meaning your outlook on life is miserable. If you're talking about individuals, we have a big problem, people. Now, I'm giving you explanations about individuals working in bars and working and talking about time women, but I'm just telling you guys from a perspective of what I've seen before. But if you're talking about people and their hair, you're in trouble. So going back to what she has said about, you know, different individuals and put me into a box and I'm like, oh, my God. This is, and, and, you know, she's like. Oh, it's not because you're at a high consciousness. It's because you're this. It's because you're that. Well, another person who I know from uh, universe, uh, well, college is what we say in America. She's like, no, you just have high standards. You damn right, and I deserve high standards. And I told the girl that from Tamasa, I said, hey, listen, those horse walking, beautiful women in the Central Plaza over there, sexy as hell. Would I date them? Fuck no. Huh? Why? Well. I, uh, are they on the same consciousness as me? What's their outlook on life? What do they want to achieve? You got like when I come to you and you come to me, we got to tr- we got to create such synergistic communication that creates an unfathomable amount of synergy. This has happened with a couple of individuals last year. I met a tomboy. Amazing. 
You know, uh, I met a Chinese girl at the gym. Amazing. This was back in Bangkok, right? I met this. I met I met a number of individuals. I'm talking. Um, oh, I met a couple. Oh my god, I met probably about three to five people throughout. The year last year, Rob was like, oh my God, synergy's up there. Why? Because the consciousness is up there. When you meet someone that has the same consciousness as you, you just fucking boom, you shoot straight out of the gates. But these women who are very beautiful in Central Plaza, is it like when I meet them and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, shoot out of the gate? No. You're all fine, but guess what? This is what Eric Thomas said. It takes pain, it's pain, it's all about patience. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, you might be looking at a man. He's fine, but can you manage a bank account? Me, I look at them. I'm like, damn, you sexy, but what else do you got going in life? Tell me, what, well, tell me what you're passionate about. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so you're passionate about selling mattresses? I could tell you're not because you're not really helping me. <laughs> you're not helping me. You don't give a fuck. You guys understand what I'm saying? I'm just trying to tell you guys that. At the age of 32, some of you are like, why don't – people always ask me, why don't you have a girlfriend? 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 Listen, it's not about why I don't have. It's the fact that I, I, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I can't. Have I met people in the past where I thought, you know, thought about, thought about dating? Probably, you know, to this day, probably, but – me, my energy, I'm just so high up there. My consciousness, I'm so high up there that I need someone who is also high up there with me. Do you guys get it? So in saying that, with that conversation, coming back home, coming to the whole James Hackney thing, and I'm telling James, I jump right into it. I'm like, James, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, Arsidio, this is, this is my cool brother from another mother, from England and everything. I met him through Luke Burroughs, by the way. And... I'm over here sitting with James, and, and I'm telling him about the music out there. He's like, dude, I'm going to break this in five minutes. I was like, okay. And he's like, he's like, what are you feeling? I was like, well, I get anxious because every time I come home, I shouldn't like be focusing on the music and constantly opening my door to see if the music is very loud because of this, because of that. And I told him about my past experiences. He's like, okay. He took me through an exercise. He said, close your eyes. Okay, can you give it a name? And this is what Eric Thomas did, and his name – and what he had to give was rage because he had that rage that was built up in him because his parent, his mother never told him the truth about his father. He lived out on the streets. He ate out of trash cans. He had to name it. He had to give it a color. And so James went through this with me. I gave it a color. I spin it clockwise. And then he said, OK, spin it counterclockwise. And I remember I felt like a jolt in my stomach <clears throat> or whatever you want to call it. But he's like, OK. Let's name it. Okay, let's give it a color. Okay, let's get, you know, and now, okay, what, which way is it turning? Okay, it's turning clockwise. Okay, now I want you to reverse it now. So I reversed it, and I remember there was a lot of restriction. Like, there was a lot of resistance. And I'm just over here grabbing it. And it's like a wheel. It's like a wheel to one of those old-fashioned boats. Have you guys watched the Titanic when he was trying to hurry up and turn before they hit the iceberg? You know that old, I'm talking 100-year-old, old-fashioned wheel? It was kind of like that. But then I finally stopped it, and then I literally grabbed all my strength, and I threw it counterclockwise. And he said, okay, give it a color now, a color that you love, teal. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this is – and I'm like – he's like, so whenever you feel this, how do you feel now? How's the anxiety? How's this? How's that? He walked me through it. 
And I'm like, wow, I feel much better now. And he said, anytime you feel this, feel that color. And he said, is the music really bad? I was like, no, absolutely not. It's not like the crazy bass playing motherfuckers out there in the man, or even in Bangkok or even in, you know, because these fuckers, they love playing like a ridiculous amount of loud music. Here, it's just acoustic music. And there haven't been any live bands for the past two nights, and I can't hear it. But knowing that it's on, I freak out. But then after James helped me, I fell asleep like a baby last night. Woke up at, at 12. You already know that the music is off. And then I end up going, you know, I wake up at four. And then all I hear, a bunch of dogs go, it's crazy. I don't know why they do that. I don't know what the fuck you call that. But anyways, he helped me with that. So big shout out to James. And now here I am on Wednesday morning. Got a long day ahead. I got a, a, a guy from Azerbaijan who I'm going to be end up coaching. I got Josie, TEDx speaker. He's going to be coming on. You guys are going to hear that podcast coming up this weekend. And oh my goodness, what what a what a podcast. That's number 1. What a ride it's been. And it's only been 2 days. The people, university town, I would expect. You know, now there are a lot of you could see a lot of farmers. There are people who are obviously more darker than me because obviously they work in the farm. There isn't much shade out here whatsoever. It's weird because in Bangkok, everyone is like very white, 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 white because they work indoors. Me, I got to walk to and from. I have to go over here, go over there. And so, yes, I'm more exposed. So I'm going to get my color back. That's right, baby. We're going to get that King Kong back. You feel me? Anyways, it ain't never left either. But anyways, whoa, I'm over here talking. Hey, we got 15 new students. Thursday, 15 new students. Friday, 15 new students. Saturday. And it's funny because the lady, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed because if it doesn't work, I'm like, dude, don't don't give me, don't give put your limitations on me. I'm going to rock the house like I normally do. All these students are going to sign up like they always do, and then you're just going to be like, oh, yay. Yeah, dude, you're stressing about shit that's not even existed. But again, I can't teach personal development to people who don't want to be taught personal development. You know what I mean? I know what I'm capable of. I know that I'm going to rock the house like I always fucking do. And then we're going to go on from there. So, guys, in saying that, the little things, okay, going back to the whole topper mattress, I said, I always, okay, Arsenio, what are you worried about? The music, okay, how did I complete that? Oh, well, I no longer worry about music. Okay, how about your bed? Okay, what can I double up on? Okay, well, get some pillows. Sleep on those pillows until you buy a topper in a couple of weeks. Okay, what else? Okay, a kettle. Oh, your coffee in the morning. Okay, well, 7-Eleven's right down the street. I could buy an Americano for $1, uh, or I just bought some more coffee. Um, it's like this Nescafe Red Cup Espresso. This shit amplifies, right? So what I did, I bought the Americano this morning, right? And because I was so fucking drowsy, I was walking down the street like a zombie. I'm like, dude, this sucks. When I go back to sleep at 4.30 and I wake up at 5.30 by the alarm, I'm going to be ridiculously fucking drowsy, groggy, if you will, okay? And so I got the Americano and I dumped some of that espresso in there. Boom, baby, let's go. Hey, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, whew. <sighs> I'm feeling good. Got to buy a couple of necessities for this place. I don't want to buy too much because I'm not sure how long I'll be here. But again, this place is obviously going to – they're going to have students no matter what forever. But again, when my job starts to take off again, hopefully it never does. But on a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and they're like, hey, are you free on Monday? I have one student. I'm like, I ain't doing one student. Y'all got to give me at least a slate of classes from Monday through Friday for me to come back and work here Monday through Friday. 
I'm giving you the weekends. I'm giving you about a good solid almost 20 hours on weekends. I ain't doing anything Monday through Friday unless you give me a solid slate. I'm sorry. Because if I if I could make $200 a day versus $10 fucking $20 a day after all traveling expenses, guys, I don't have to pay for travel. I walk 3 minutes. You know how much money I lose traveling and how much time I lose and everything out there? So you're going to have to give me a big slate. If not, I ain't doing it. And luckily in Thailand, that shit ain't happening for a while. You know, oh, well, in Bangkok, because obviously COVID, people are saving money, this and that. You know what I mean? So, oh, guys, what a rant. I had no idea that this was going to go till 7.04 fucking a.m. I still got a whole bunch of things to do. Then I got to shoot off to this other place and start getting things rolling. So, man, I hope you enjoyed this one. This took a lot all right but again me going running yesterday me you know uh, chatting it up with some of the locals yesterday me you know because my personality man i'm fucking cool just be honest let's be honest that by the way the fucking central it's like a department store right the central here i think they must have built that just recently this place is fucking beautiful my goodness and so i walk in and i'm like man this place is gorgeous and the women, and everyone's just looking at me. All the heads are turning because you know what? There are no black people here. <laughs> and so the, just to top this off, the top of the side she's like, yeah, um, I only saw one black family since I've been living here 20 years. I said, come on now. She said, yeah, it was just this year too. And she was looking at him like, where are they from? Where are they from? Why are they here? Where are they from? Where, why are they here? Because no one, this ain't a touristy town. This place was put on the map. Idiom for you English, you ESL learners. Um, because of the fucking terrorist attack at the beginning of this year. Fucking army soldier just killing a bunch of people. Fucking idiot. At the place right down the street. Now, am I scared? Am I going to let that, you know, da, 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 da? no, no way. No way. Now, when I see a soldier, am I going to run the other way? Yes. When I see the police, am I going to keep an eye on them? Yes. Now, cops aren't going around shooting people. It's the soldiers I got to watch out for. So, <laughs> that is terrible. Anyways, guys, in saying that. I'm one of the very few color folks out there, out here, and a lot of you be like, oh, that's going to be a little bit of a tall task because if you're the only one, ooh, that's going to be tough. But no, no, actually walking through the central plaza and everyone looking at me like double. You know, when you see someone just look at you the first time and they come back and look at you again? Yeah. So the women sitting there looking at me, some of them look at me from like fucking like 20 meters out. And I'm just walking like a horse. Like, I'm like, yeah, I know you ain't seen nobody like me before. Yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, look up and down. Look up and down, baby. Uh-huh. Keep on looking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this is the first time you saw something this gorgeous. Anyways, guys, in saying that, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. There's going to be a lot happening. I'm going to keep documenting this journey. Again, I'm going to try and make it some videos, perhaps with the Tomasat student. That would be a really cool video. You guys would love that. Let's see if I could get her to, to, to do something like, like you know, in regards to that. So in saying that, guys, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful personal no development, the Arsenio Buck Show podcast. Stay tuned for more. A shitload's going to be coming over and out.